everybody. Welcome to Soul Speak. We have a two-part episode, and today is part one with my friend Ashley. Then we are going to have a break and start again next week with part two. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, and welcome back to Soul Speak. I'm Meg Michelson. Thank you to all of you who have been here before for coming back. And thank you and welcome to all of you who are just starting off with this episode. Feel free to go back and watch and listen to the others um, because a lot of them build off each other. I'm really excited today to introduce my very um, special guest and dear friend, Ashley and I, another one of those instant connections where well, and we'll talk about some of the weird synchronicities we've had, but where we just flowed. And um, and so it's been such an honor to get to know her and work with her and continue our journey. So I'd love to introduce my dear friend and um, partner in crime in this world in, in many regards going forward, Ashley Entress. Ashley is a life coach, and um, you'll find us together over the years and what we're going to be presenting. So welcome, Ashley. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with you, Meg. Me too. Ashley and I met recently and just sat in the garden and talked for a long time. And um, all of these ideas just flowed out. And that's how we have been connecting. Every time we connect, the ideas flow. So it's been a lovely and exciting journey with, with you, Ashley. We're really going to focus today on when we are attaching to outcome and how that might get in our way. And also when we are in that alignment or misalignment with our highest good, our, our soul connection. So that's really going to be our focus today. And we will give you lots of stories and examples and a lot of um, our own conversations. So Ashley, can you tell me briefly about how you started on that journey of understanding? I have a destiny and I'm here to fulfill it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, I believe it was a long time ago. Um, I'll consider myself a lifelong athlete. And it was something that was just natural and that I always did. And I really enjoyed growing up. And as I got older and had to kind of migrate away from sports and choose a profession, that's pretty much when I realized sports aren't everything and athletics is not life and I'm not going to be a professional athlete someday. So what am I going to do? And I made choices, you know, after college and just into my professional career that were very strong and positive choices. But as they continued on, it just felt like there was something missing. And I think one of the first examples I can remember I was working at a large insurance carrier at the time I was just graduated from college and I wanted to be back in the gym, right? But I didn't want to coach volleyball or I didn't want to play volleyball anymore um, or didn't have time or space to do so. But I went to work actually at B Fitness. I don't know if you know this part about me, Meg, but I went to work in membership sales on Tuesday and Thursday nights at B Fitness before it was what it is today. Um, just to start learning if maybe I wanted to work in a gym setting or be a personal trainer, or I think it started my whole exploration, not only of my career, but that's what kicked off the exploration of myself and kind of slowing down to look inward and think, okay, something might be missing, but what do I need to explore and uncover to maybe start making different choices for my future? 
And so when you were on that journey, when did you start to identify your urge to be a life coach? Because that's when I met you. I met you a couple of years ago when yeah. you were just starting to really understand where you Yeah. Were. You know, it was really paralleled. So I've, I've worked in employee benefits um, most of my professional career, and I enjoy it, and it's a great place to be, and I don't see myself leaving anytime soon. But the passion wasn't necessarily to the level that I prefer in a career. So that's when I realized I have such a passion and morphed from athletics to wellness. And I'll say even when I was a former athlete and division one athlete, I wasn't as healthy even as I am today, mentally and physically, especially. So learning more about health and wellness and um, just realizing that I have a lot on my plate and I'm still able to fit that in and be a healthy person. And I really wanted to help others do that. So rewinding back to, do I want to become a personal trainer or a coach or something like that? It ended up being, I just want to help people be healthy. And I actually ended up getting a certification. This is one of the things where COVID was terrible for a lot of people. And it also pushed a lot of people outside of their comfort zone to make different choices. And it changed our world. So I had the ability to do a one week virtual um, training, which kicked off a certification with well coaches. And I was able to get it took two years, actually, but I decided I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to try to be a life coach. I'm going to see if I like it. And if I don't, I don't. But I think this is something that I want to do. And I'm so grateful and glad that I did because I get to do both now. I still have my awesome professional career, but nights and weekends and every crack in the day, I can help others live happy and healthy lives. Thank you. And it hasn't been, it's been a bumpy journey because when yeah. we met, and, yes. um, we were thinking of working together and you were going to work at Wellhouse, set up an office there. Well, then life took another turn and yes. I'll let you talk about that. But then we kind of, we didn't part ways. We just got too busy and, and stopped the dreams that we had been concocting. Yeah. And then the universe decided, okay, enough of this. And well, I'm getting the chills and put yeah. us back together on an airplane. <laughs> Absolutely. Which is so ironic because we probably live within six miles of one another and we both work in a town that is two miles from where we are. Um, but yeah, so it has been a bumpy journey. And that's where I think the whole topic of alignment and comfort versus discomfort, um, it's been bumpy, but I've stayed committed and you've stayed committed. And that's what you have to do, right? If it's if you feel it in your heart and soul, and you know, it's something you want to do, you need to do it. And it's really that simple. Um, but it's not that easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. So I literally met you, Meg, I was preaching and pitching maybe to my husband that I wanted to build an office onto our home so that I could see clients on our at our home. He wasn't going for that idea. So I'm like, you know what, for, for whatever reason, we didn't have our two kids at the time that weekend. Like, let's go walk around Delafield. There are so many places I haven't seen or explored. There's, there's all these rooms. I just want to go look around. Maybe there's an office there. Literally walk downtown found a piece of paper with soul speak healing. So I started Googling and Instagramming and like, who, who are these people? What is going on? Is this an office space? Like, what is this? And fast forward, you and I, I was actually 
getting on a plane to go to Maui and had a phone call with you when you were in St. Paul. I don't know if you remember, that was our first phone call and we were talking about maybe becoming business partners or how we could work together, but you hadn't even moved to Wisconsin yet. So we had that phone call, we met in person. I think I had even signed a lease to, to lease an office space with you. And then I found out I was pregnant with my third child and went through a lot of back and forth um, on whether to proceed or not proceed. and. Um, you know, it all worked out. I chose not to proceed at the time, but here we are today. Fast forward. So spoiler, things are still working out for you and I in partnership. Um, but I think that's the, the synchronicity, but also the not forcing things, right? Going with the flow and life happens. And if you have to pause something you're really passionate about, pause it, but you're not giving it up. You're just waiting because the timing's not right. You're putting it on a shelf and mm. you're still limps at it. We don't ignore yeah. it. And we want to, when we're working with spirit, we want to stretch the container and say, I, I'm going to put this over there. However, I'm open to any hits. And if this is meant to work in whatever capacity, I'm going to allow that. And Absolutely. so we kept in touch, but I really want to bring up the story of how we reconnected. And because then all the things, everything was fast and furious. Yeah, because there was now time for each of us to do it. Because when I was opening Wellhouse, it was overwhelming. And yeah. you came before we even opened. And so mm -hmm. then all of that flurry happened. You had a baby. I was opening Wellhouse and still running my businesses. And then we happened to be um, in line on Southwest Airlines. <laughs> and there we were sitting next to each other. But I want you to start that because I'll tell... I walk in the bathroom before the flight and there's actually in the bathroom. Like, what are you doing here? Yeah. And I think I was going to California and you were going to Arizona. Arizona. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then we said, well, hi, we're on the same flight. And then I walk out of the bathroom and then what happened? And then I had never flown Southwest. So all of the oddities of this story just still blow my mind. With Southwest, you line up in a number order, like you don't have your seat assigned to you, but you line up in number order by these large pillars. And as you're like, okay, well, let's, we, we need, we were a little type A, like we need to get in line. We need to figure out where we're going. I'm sure I'll see you on the flight. I have your number. We'll, we'll talk again. And you walked over and you're like, I'm number 22. And I walk over, I'm number 23. We were literally standing next to one another in line. And I think we were even, I don't know, I could be wrong, but different boarding zones. One was A, one was B. It's All of the alignment was just insane. But we ended up standing next to one another and then decided, well, let's sit next to one another because we can, and we probably would have anyways. So we ended up sitting next to one another. And this I have told so many people this story. It's the two banana story, I call it, because I was leaving the house that morning and I always travel with one banana and the peanut butter balls that I make because I like to eat them whenever I travel. And we had two bananas left over in the kitchen. I'm like, my family's not going to eat these. I'm going to bring two. It'll be great. I'll eat two bananas. And so I went to the airport saw you, got on the plane next to you a little while into it. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. I didn't have a chance to grab any food or grocery shop or do anything. 
like Meg, I have two bananas. Would you like a banana? Like it was just meant to be. It was happening before we knew it was going to be happening. It was hysterical. And then we started talking about what was next and this whole future happened. And, um, and everything just keeps downloading. For Mm. me, I'm not even thinking about it. When, when Ashley and I get together, it just downloads. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we had a whole class planned in like a half hour without even a lot of thoughts. It just came and flowed. And prior to us connecting on the airplane, which really was a very odd connection, we were going to different cities. Um, I had said to her, God, I was going to reach out to you. And I kept getting that nudge, reach out to Ashley, reach out to Ashley. But I was not paying attention to that nudge, <laughs> which is how sometimes we can really mess up destiny. We really can if we are getting in our own way and not following the nudges. And sure enough, the universe is like, uh, 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 uh. what you two have that you're going to take out there is pretty powerful. And we're going to get you to, to connect again. And that's mm-hmm. how it happened. So it was magic. Now we could have done it a little different. We could have said, nice to see you and um, let's get together. But we both felt the shivers. We both felt the, wow, this is flowing. And we mm-hmm. had both have this connection to Malibu. And so there were so many reasons why we both felt very strongly that this was absolutely destined. And I'll add in and tack on to that even after. So not only that trip, but there's something I do with some of my clients. It's this sentence or this phrase, if I hadn't done X, I wouldn't have gotten why or the outcome, right? So it's not based on the outcome, but if I hadn't done the thing that was pulling me to to do, if I hadn't gone to Arizona, which was a big deal for me, I have three kids under six at home. It's a lot to leave. I wanted to cancel. I've postponed trips before because it's just easier to stay comfortable, right? And not go. It's a it's pushing me in my discomfort zone, which is the, the good zone and the kind of alignment, but like, I'm going to go, I'm doing wellness consulting for this doctor out in Arizona. I want to see her. I'm going to be a part of her book launch. I'm going. And if I hadn't gone to Arizona, I wouldn't have spent two uninterrupted hours or more with you on a plane reconnecting. And we wouldn't be doing the workshop that we're going to do in Malibu in November. And like, it just, it keeps unfolding in such a way that is like, oh my gosh, if if you say no to that nudge and no to that pull, you're saying no to so many things you don't even know about and so many possibilities that are out there that you don't realize you can be a part of. So that the, the magic is in following those nudges. Even if you think it's only one little trip to Arizona or one little trip, you were going to a concert, I think, in Malibu with your friend. If you hadn't done that, we wouldn't be here today. Maybe we would. Maybe we would have found a different way. But I'm really um, happy with the way that this worked out. Me too. And that's that flow. You know, that's that flow, which is when we feel the flow versus not, when we feel the alignment versus the discomfort. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk a little about that? Yeah. um, How we are in that comfort, alignment, misalignment. Yeah, I want to actually read the text that I sent you because this is why I appreciate you as my soul friend so much because I get these deep thoughts and I like to bounce them off of you. And I, I was having, you know, you make your choices and some are good, some are bad, some are neutral. I just started thinking 
So I texted you, how do we know when we are feeling a healthy discomfort and the good kind of challenge to bring prosperity or the bad kind of discomfort that is lack of alignment and you actually need to make a real change because it's not discomfort, it's just bad for you. And it got me thinking because I, I believe it's like the good stress and the bad stress. There is absolutely a good stress that the butterflies you feel when you're getting ready to film a podcast or give a speech or something like that. That's, that's the good stress. It's not the chronic, painful, hurting your body kind. And I also believe that, you know, discomfort, push yourself outside of your comfort zone can be kind of a, a buzz word or buzz phrase these days. It's true. I believe that you should do it. But sometimes it can be bad as well. If you are not aligned while you're pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, then you're just kind of all wrong, right? You've got it all wrong. You need to stay back to, to center and be more in alignment. And I started thinking of and talking with you about what does alignment really mean, right? So that could be a buzzword as well. But I believe that it's when your external output and your external matches your internal so are you truly being on the outside who you are on the inside? And I'm, I think there are a lot of people that are, and I think the majority don't. I think that they make autopilot decisions or decisions that they've never actually been introspective about. And maybe a parent thought that they would be a good lawyer or doctor or whatever profession. So they did it because they want to please their parents, even though they don't realize that. Um, and that's part of the examining my own choices from the past. How did I get where I am? And then when did I start listening to those nudges? And how can I help others do the same? I have a grid that I made that is alignment and discomfort is like the, the sweet spot category of the high intensity where you want to be. So for you, for you, Meg, making the podcast, right, and starting that, you're in alignment with your soul, your mind, and your body, and you knew that you wanted to do this for years, and you did it. Yeah, and it's it's uncomfortable. It gives you butterflies. It's uncomfortable it makes you multiple nervous. ways. It's yeah, it, yeah. Not just that, but there's also a financial and taking away from my other businesses. And however, I love that that comfort and alignment. It doesn't mean you're not going to doubt. It just exactly. means you feel it in your core. Now, I want to bring up an example, a woman I'm working with, a lovely woman, and, and she's going through a painful divorce for her. And we talk about that energy of, are we in alignment? When we yeah. are, we can be comfortable for her in a marriage that really felt toxic, but it was too scary to step out of it. And mm -hmm. even though she had many reasons too, and financially she was fine, but there was a comfort in there. However, mm -hmm. if we're comfortable and we're not in alignment, we're going to feel lonely. We are going to feel lonely. We are. We're going to feel lonely. But when we are in a comfort and alignment, um, that's where we can get to. First, we got to go through the discomfort. We mm -hmm. cannot get to the aligned comfort until we go through. We are feeling misaligned and we know to get into alignment, we got to be brave. Mm -hmm. And being brave can be really uncomfortable. So walking through that discomfort is the only way to get us into alignment and comfort.
Absolutely. And that's me choosing to get on an airplane to Arizona and you choosing to start a podcast. And you don't stay in that state all of the time, that high intensity discomfort and alignment state all of the time, but it's what gets you to the outcome that you're originally setting out to get you through those aligned actions. Absolutely. And then then we go on to the next one, right? Because if we are a, a soul in a human body, we are always going to be growing and stretching. So mm-hmm. we get to the comfort with one thing and then we're like, okay, this is feeling a little too comfortable. That yeah. too comfortable isn't a good thing. Mm-mm. Too comfortable means we're now settling and our soul is so much bigger than our physical body. So now mm-hmm. we got to expand to the next thing, which is like, okay, here we go again. There's another opportunity to step out of the comfort and into the discomfort. And if we would stay, we feel like we're in alignment and it's comfortable. And then we start to feel the discomfort because mm-hmm. the comfort isn't real anymore. We can say it is because the alignment is no longer real because now mm-hmm. our soul is saying on to the next phase, let's stretch again. Let's stretch again. Absolutely. So where is an area that you feel like you have and, and, or give me an example of when you feel like I knew I was not in flow, I was feeling the disconnection and then I stepped into that alignment. Yeah, I, I'll take it probably more abstract. I worked at a former still an employee benefits company, but over the years, a couple years ago, and it, it's that it seems like my comfort zone, right? In a good way. This is my skill set. These are the people I know. This is a secure job. On paper, it's all the right things. And I enjoyed it. But it's still, it, it had that nagging, like, this is a great company. It's a respected company. Other people in the market like it. It's a, I landed a wonderful job. I should be happy. And I use air quote happy. I was, but deep down, it was extremely voluminous in the meetings I had and the energy and time that was required of me. And I had to set some boundaries and make a recommitment back to myself. I was still doing the life coaching, but I wasn't taking care of myself. So I know that I am not in alignment when I am A, not working out, B, not sleeping enough, C, drinking too much alcohol and there are basic human needs, right? But when I'm not doing them, nobody wants to be around me. I don't even want to be around myself. So I had to recommit and reshift the boundaries and it might've been risky in some scenarios, but I wasn't willing to risk losing myself while I was doing it. So I felt, you know, like I needed to realign back to myself and I have family to manage and take care of. So if I'm not my best self, they're not their best selves. And then my work isn't, it's my best output there either. So um, it's kind of an abstract, but it's one that I come back to often. We're all balancing so much on our plates these days. And you really have to choose your top, top five priorities, top five things you're going to care about and do today and ignore six, seven, eight, nine, they'll be there tomorrow. Do what you need to do to be aligned. Even if you know, we talked about timing and how important timing is, even if the timing's not right to make that leap or that choice that you want to know that it will be on the shelf waiting for you and take the right aligned action for the day. And what emotion I want to bring this to our audience, what emotion do we feel when we are not in alignment? 
And yeah, I, yeah, yeah, well, it's the it's the low vibe emotions, any of them, right? Um, loneliness, fear, one, right? resentment, right? Yeah, stuck, um, yeah. down, blue, yeah. um, sad, just cranky, angry, any of those that bring out the bad, the bad energy in motion, the bad emotion. And those your life is duality. You're going to have that. Even when you're fully aligned and pushing yourself outside your comfort zone, you're still going to have those low vibe emotions. I think it's just focusing on and working toward having the positive ones and experiencing them when you have them. Um, yeah, but those negative low make you feel crappy vibes. And those are always those emotions, our emotional scale is always going to help us go back to alignment because even if we're working our whatever our highest purpose is or, okay, now I'm going after my dream and we're not following the nudges to incorporate people into it, we start to get crabby and resentful and because again, we're ignoring the nudges. So yeah. we're not always meant to do our dreams on our own. We're meant to incorporate other people, especially these days. Now we're moving into the age of Aquarius, which is really very collaborative partnership. Mm. And we do so much better when we work with people. So mm -hmm. we can be, we think we're in alignment and we feel like, okay, now why is it getting so hard? I'm going after my dream and now I'm starting to feel exhausted and cranky. That's the best time to pause and say, wait a minute, maybe yeah. I should follow that nudge where I'm hearing that my, my higher self say, call this person, say yes to help with this person, reach out to that. You might need to go over your business plan again. Whatever it is, mm -hmm. we are becoming too stuck and comfortable. And now we've got to step out of our comfort zone again and follow mm -hmm. the nudges. So it Absolutely. is always a path with a lot of twists and turns. It's not. Even when we are following, some people will say, well, how come it's not easy? Because yeah. really great things rarely are easy. Even relationships, Absolutely. right? Relationships require the effort from both people and the check-in. And that's the same with following our dreams, pausing, checking in. What am I not seeing? Why is this feeling so hard right now? Yeah. And it's uncomfortable. It does. It makes you feel like you're going to throw up and nobody wants to feel that way, right? Nobody chooses right. to feel sick, but you can choose when you have those feelings to succumb to them. I could have canceled today. It's in like, I can't do this. I feel like I'm going to throw up. But I knew that was the good, the good kind of discomfort and the good kind of stress. And, um, and that happens more often than things like this. But you make the choice to power through it and not power through it in a forceful way. That's another thing I wanted to call out. When you're so attached to outcome, you're forcing it. You're overly perseverant you're overly maybe annoying like you're I used to be that way I used to think that being relentless and perseverant was one of the best attributes someone could have and really it just turned people off or turn you know relationships friendships clients you have to like honor the give and take and the duality in a relationship and when those pieces are happening, when you're dishonoring or honoring self, you know, when I opened Wellhouse, when I, I, it's been two years, almost two years now, and I'm seeing all the areas that I did not stand in my empowerment and was way too much of a pleaser. Mm. And that can misalign us, how we mm -hmm. are really giving there and not giving to self. And, and when we were on the airplane, we had a great conversation about your 
needs are um, important. Your personal needs are important. You love travel and, and getting out mm. there and having those experiences helps you feel alive, helps you feel alive. And that's how we can align with spirit. You know, people that are successful, I was just reading this cool article. Well, people that have a lot of luck, because there are people that are luckier than others. Most of those people bring in new experiences. They mm. might drive different ways to work. They stop at different coffee shops. They have conversations randomly with people. They are taking themselves out of their comfort zone over and over and over again, not in always this big career way, mm -hmm. but in ways that are just part of our everyday life. Everyday life, am I stepping out of my comfort zone? Something I wrote on a piece of paper years ago to keep connecting with my alignment is bring 10 new people into my life every week somehow, which means mm. say hi to somebody I don't know, reach out to someone via, you know, whichever media. It's bringing in new experiences, bringing in new experience. That helps us not attach to outcome, which is mm -hmm. what we we're talking about, and get back onto alignment, but yeah. not in a scattered way, in a purposeful way. And not in a forceful way, not in a way that you're, controlling the situation and controlling things you actually can't control, but you think you can because you're so attached and you want it so bad that you just, you force it and things break and you, you cause yourself or others harm or damage along the way. And you may or may not still get to the outcome, but it doesn't feel right because you force it. And I saw a quote actually this morning, someone sent it to me on Instagram. When you have faith, you don't need force. And it was so simple and easy. I love that quote because if you believe, if you're taking the right action, you will be lucky. It will be magical. You will get to the outcome. And it may not be on the same timeline you thought. It may not be the way you thought, but that's where you have to be open to the possibility and again, take the right action. I don't believe that things fall into your lap and then you get the outcome. I believe that you have to do the right thing in the right place at the right time with the right people around you as well. Right, which all come because you're open to the magic because the universe will set things up for us. And yeah. then we're in alignment and it feels exciting. Hey listeners, thanks again for joining me. If you want to learn more about me, services I offer, who I am, please check out my website, megmichelson.com. Also there you can join my newsletter. I do a the best job I can to send it out monthly, no guarantees. Follow me on Instagram and YouTube. Thanks again for coming. I'll see you next time.